0: Let this be the start of so many moving nights like this yeah. Let's take a lover's vow and seal this thing with a kiss. I can hardly
1: wait to hold you.
0: Feel my arms around you. How long? love you now that I have
1: With the toys that you can't decide. Direction left, no lie. Shut your mind off and focus on what you feel there's inside. No See, i all know I'm a cool man.
2: Access the Akashic Records Genetic Information Division. This program is required for those wishing to attain a marriage blessing from the kingdom. When you wish to begin this program, place your right hand on the scanner and tightly flinch up your butt cheeks as you might feel a slight electrical shock. Please select the the race history you desire. You have selected, you have selected African-American. This is your history.
3: First of all, the term black and white is a fallacy. It simply is another way of saying this or that. Let's examine the term, this or that, in its ultimate form, which is, this, means the truth or, that, which is resistant to, it. When, a minority realizes its similarities on a higher level, not just, black, but, people of color, empire still, empire still, indigenous, and even higher still, from the tri-bomb. And yet, higher, the rainbow children. Then this understanding comes, the so-called minority becomes a majority, in the wink of an eye. This action will cause a reaction or resistance. The source of this resistance must be banished, as it is in direct conflict with the initial action. It cannot be assimilated, for its very nature is resistance. In other words, one cannot serve two masters. You are either this, or that which is not this.
2: End of part one. To continue, select the program, family name, and type in the current government name. You wish history on. Government name, you wish history on. Government name, you wish history on. Government name, you wish history on.
3: sometime in the early 1600s
4: Yeah. Darren Gray, Circus Parade this Show. I don't know if you don't, now you know, baby. This is how we get to the end. This is how we do it. We would be remiss if we didn't do it any other way. This show is brought to you today by Flavors Dispensary. That's right. Flavors, baby. Go check them out. Flavors. What does it say right there? Let me put on my Sears. I got some Sears. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it. What? I can't see that. We'll figure it out. Flavors, you will post it somewhere on the Facebook, walls, Instagrams, so all that type of shit. Listen, it's the Darren Gray Circus Parade Boy and Show. I got G Sharp on here today, but listen, download tbrww.com Go to the Booth Radio and download the Booth Radio app. Go download it from the Google Play Store, from the Apple App Store, wherever you download things like that. Listen, did you hear the DJ boarded show mix, baby? It was tighter to Dick Tracy's hat band. I got something to say about that, but I'm going to say something about that in a few more seconds. Give me a second to get some soft stuff out. We trying to get to 1 million listeners, so TBRWW.com. Send it to all of your friends, all of your fables, all of your haters, all of your lovers. Everybody, man. We want everybody to be ear jacked for beats, baby. You understand? Get them all up in here. Get them on. Get them on. Do what you got to do to do what needs to happen to make it happen for us. Check it out. This is the Derek Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. I got G Sharp on here with me. Listen, hey, G, you still with us,
5: baby? Yeah, I'm here, baby. What's going on? What's
4: going on? What's happening? nothing going on with the thing. Hey, man, did you hear the Boarded Show mix? Yeah, I did. Well, listen, uh, DJ Seinfeld, he told me to inform you that he was going to play all 11 minutes, but then he didn't want you talking about him for not sitting in because it was the DJ Boarded Show mix. <laughs> so He he told me to let you know he was sitting in, but he was go let it. He said, "Man, but he'll talk about me, cause I got to mix it in, baby." So he did his thug thizzle. How 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 goes it? How you doing?
5: I'm good, man.
4: Now listen, let me ask you this question because before we left, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna let him get one more of your juicy tidbits. Then I'm gonna start asking you a bunch of questions about you. Describe okay. that. Explain that. You mean Katy Perry can't sit down on the get on the stool with the guitar and just sing to us and jam it out?
5: No, I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. Katy Perry is an exceptionally talented woman. I'm not taking that away from her. So is. Um, I mean, there's a million, not a million. There's about 15 people, artists, in the world right now who are solo artists that can literally sit down in a Holiday Inn Express. Uh, lobby and wear you out the problem is they have painted themselves into a huge production corner because they've previously charged you so much money for tickets and in order for them to make any money based on all their management and their agents and all that stuff they have to put on a show that's going to cost you four or five hundred bucks minimum well, you can't do that sitting in a coffee shop. You got you to gotta have production. Well, the problem with production right now is, A, the promoters don't want to insure the show because they don't know how many people are going to show up and who at that show might get COVID and come back and sue. It's all kinds of pieces involved now that makes performing difficult for people who need to make eight, to $9 million bucks a show. Right. Right
4: and let's not like i said let's not leave out uh, that desire to
5: perform yeah yeah of course and and i mean elton john ain't got nothing to prove but why is elton john on vacation and going down to the uh, beach uh p- uh lobby and playing piano while people like we didn't even know who that is that a, it i mean that's that's the kind of stuff prince would do because you get the itch when you get the itch, you got to scratch. You got so to play, baby. You are. They
4: know what. They know what. You know? With, if you were a real player, you got to fucking if find somewhere to play. Right. Right. So, yeah, exactly. you so you got to, you got to demand that makes sense, man. Cause how can you make money these days? And then you got to be standing there with your records and shit and all of this, you got yeah. to, it's got to be all about you and you got to be true to the shit for real. And you got to be with, you know, it's yeah. almost like you got to go Dave Matthews band on their ass door to door. You got to travel across the country on your own asphalt.
5: And again, to do that costs a lot of money. Yeah. you know I don't care if you, if you pile your band up in a in a, a fucking in a van minivan mini it doesn't matter it costs a lot of money to go from city to city playing so be. if you're gonna play you have to you have to plan all that out strategically and hope nothing goes wrong to the nickel so that you can come home or at least say well I didn't go home, I didn't work for free right so right
4: exactly because you gotta lay down some fucking you when you get home you know,
5: when you're working with a promoter you're gonna always get screwed a little bit so you just kind of Expected. Factor
4: to the car. Right on. So let me, let me, let me just um, bring y'all up to speed. This is G Sharp. G Sharp hails from uh, Mississippi. Did you say Mississippi?
5: No, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee.
4: Nine Tentals, Nine Memphis. Days. He said Memphis. He hails from Memphis. Now, what made you run up to Minnesota, my man? Um, I didn't run
5: up to Minnesota. Minnesota called me.
4: Right on. Now, how'd you do that? This is a journey well,
5: South. I was playing... I was playing in a band in Austin, Texas. And in that band was uh, Selton Cole, who was a bass player, played with The Temptation. And uh, Derek Edmondson, who's out in L.A. playing with everybody. Um, John Lockhart, we call him Cream Cheese. Uh, Cream Cheese. He passed away a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, Lino Reyes, who was Rick James' drummer, he passed away a few years ago. Shit, everybody um, died. Morris... Right, Morris Hayes, who was Prince's keyboard player and MD for a thousand years. We were all in the same band in Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. called The Business, B-I-Z-N-E-S-S, right? Mm -hmm. So we were killing everybody. Right. And um, I get a call one morning from Craig Rice, who was managing Maserati at the time, and Mm -hmm. told me to come up there and join Maserati. And I said, well, what happened to Terry Casey? And Terry Casey snatched the phone from Craig Wright and said, Nigga, get your ass up here. You want to do a regular what? Nigga, you want to go on the road? And right, I was in Maserati. That's who gave me the name G Sharp, actually. Craig. Uh, um, so that's how you got uh, to
4: Minnesota. They called you to come up and do the Maserati thing. Yeah, yeah, and,
5: yeah. and
4: you just dropped everything and left and went.
5: No, nah, it wasn't that easy. But yeah, that's what I ended up doing.
4: Really, and so once you got there, where did you stay? Did you have to find a the hovel? They already have a place put up for you. Everything nah, was expected. It was nah, all beautiful peaches no, and cream when you no. landed there.
5: <laughs> no, it was the way record company is the way record deals always work. You get up there and you you fend for yourself and eat honey buns until some money comes.
4: I know that's so right.
5: I, I, I lived. I was lucky because at the time, Craig Rice had an apartment in South Over South and uh and by the way for coming from memphis i had never heard anybody use the term over south
4: over south or me over neither now. which was like a couple head. of blocks over and shit and you be like go over yeah, south was, nigga it's back. right
5: there <laughs> right right <laughs> just... so he had an apartment over south and he let me stay there and he would go stay with his girlfriend at the time right on. and um yeah so i was broke as hell man right I said, on. starving
4: he said he was licking that. When he say he say you got a honey bun, that means you got to be licking plastic and shit. When you buy a honey bun, yeah. you be literally yeah, licking plastic. that plastic, that white. You got to get that white right. honey bun where the oil yeah, is me, coming because that was, was dessert.
5: There, <laughs> <Yes>.
4: <laughs> That's exactly correct. Now, listen, so yeah. you went from that to the, you just automatically got thrown in with Prince and all the, the groove. You just went from, hey, I'm like out here trying to push out. Was you going to Paisley to make? This album, or how was that working?
5: No, that album had nothing to do with Paisley. At that time, Paisley Park and and Maserati had had moved away from each other, and the album was being uh, recorded and produced by Brown Mark, and then they signed to Motown, and then Motown brought in some other producers like Michael Simbello and uh, Bernadette Cooper.
4: In order to make this, um, so we don't. I don't give away uh, too much, cause I'm definitely desperate to get this dude right here to own on, on the booth, talking to y'all. you Hear these stories. This man's got. This man's got knowledge for you in all aspects, all other areas. I was listening to you talk about. But before we get there, let me one more. I'm gonna give y'all a little just this last little taste, cause I might as well break it on the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show, cause you know as a musician, this is the question a nigga always got to ask, nigga. How did it? feel to actually, when they put that Grammy, how did it feel to win Grammy?
5: Um, it was surreal actually because as a musician you grow up envisioning yourself winning a Grammy, if, you, if you're if any kind of musician, right? You don't envision yourself playing in some bar for $50, you envision yourself going to the hype and I had a dream when I was 16 And I told my mom, I said, Mom, I had a dream that um, I went to the Grammys with Prince. And she was like, be careful what you wish for, you might get it. She said, "Uh, and don't be shocked if the person you wanna know ain't who you think he is. I said, all right, Ma. That was when I was 16. Well, obviously, I ended up knowing and hanging out with Prince, but the Grammy part was with Jimmy Vaughn. So, but how was it like? I mean, it was, it was surreal. when we got nominated, I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell nobody I would even written any song with Jimmy. And uh, I was on the road with him. And, you know, I, that's another long story. But anyway, as far as the Grammy piece is concerned, when they, call, when they called out the category Best Traditional Blues Album, we were going up against uh, Delbert McClinton. He had an album at the time. Jimmy Vaughn, Do You Get the Blues? Uh, and um, uh, uh, Ike Turner had uh, an album out that time too, and I think that was all. And when I said, we got this, Jimmy, trust me, and they called it out, Jimmy Vaughn, do you get the blues? And we got up, we went up on the stage, and when I got up on the stage, the guy who was, the guy who was hosting this section was uh, uh, David Foster, the guy who wrote, all those Earth, Wind & Fire songs. He's written a thousand songs. And Olita Adams, no, Yolanda Adams was making the presentation and she handed the Grammy to me and I handed it over to Jimmy. And um, I say, I just didn't say nothing and Jimmy did the talking and right out front was the motherfucking Outkast, my favorite uh, rap group Very of all shit. time. Damn. And they were sitting there and they were throwing, they were throwing up the soul power because they were like, you know, all of us can get hip-hop and R&B and soul Grammys, this nigga done fucked around and got a blues Grammy.
4: Better ask some about <laughs> body, nigga.
5: <laughs> so, and then when I walk backstage, cause as soon as you get done getting the Grammy, then you walk backstage and at that point you ain't just going back and sitting in your chair. At that point you go through the press junket. That's like another hour and a half of snapping pictures. People ask you questions, snapping pictures, go to the next press presser, ask questions, snap pictures, blah, blah, blah. And the first person I saw when we walked through the curtain, I stopped and introduced them both to Jimmy. Was Terry and Jimmy, and um, they was like, "Welcome to the club, cutting." Right? I knew them both, right, right. And I didn't really understand what they were saying, but what I got got from that was there's very few people who reside in the state of America right who can say they have a grand that's experience.
4: right, baby. That's like so those so. basketball players. They can talk all the shit they want to, but then you be like, "Nigga, you ain't got one of these rings, or you, you know the Super Bowl rings. ring. You right. ain't got one of these, Just nigga." Like you... with Shaq, yes,
5: like the Shaq be talking shit with. Uh, uh... Charles, Barkley. Charles, yeah, Charles Barkley say some shit and, and, and Jack like we going get a ring, person. Get, get a ring, ring
4: yeah, get a ring, nigga. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> right. saying. See, no matter what, you yeah. got one of those, yeah. and you know we all yeah, want yeah. one. Listen, I'm gonna be right back to um, listen, explain to y'all. Who G is. we? I'm gonna have G on. I'm, I'm gonna get this nigga in his own booth. This nigga is like tighter than Dick <laughs> Tracy's hat. I ain't bullshit you. we gonna talk about that when I come back. This is the Darren Gray Circus right Parade on. Boy, this show, baby. Be true to the game. You got Cock-a-
5: questions? You got questions I gotta answer. <laughs> he sure do, yeah, baby.
6: That that Cock a doodle. Yeah. Yeah, you about to get your motherfucking ghetto pass revoked, motherfucker. fuck ass Mark. It's the nigga you love to hate with a new song. So what really goes on? Nothing but a come up. But ain't that a bitch? They hate to see a young nigga rich. But I refuse to switch even though. Cause I can't move to the snow Cause soon as y'all get some dough You wanna put a white bitch on your elbow Moving out your neighborhood But I walk through the ghetto And the flavor's good Little kids jumping on me But you, you wanna be white and corny Living way out, nigga go home Spray painted on your house Trying to be white or a Jew But ask yourself, who are they to be equal to? Get the hell out, stop being a Uncle Tom, you little sellout. House nigga scum, give something back to the place where you made it from. Before you end up broke, fuck around and get your ghetto pass revoked. I ain't saying no names, you know who you are, you little punk. Be true to the game. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you thought we forgot. When you first start rhyming, it started off slow And then you start climbing But it wasn't fast enough, I guess So you get your other style of test You was hardcore hip-hop Now look at yourself, boy, you done flip flop Giving our music away to the mainstream Don't you know they ain't down with the team? They just said they boss over Put a bug in your ear And now you're crossed over on MTV But they don't care They'll have a new nigga next year You're out in the cold No more white fans And no more soul And you might have a heart attack When you find out the black folks don't want your back And you know what's worse? You was just like the nigga in the first verse Stop selling out your race And wipe that stupid ass smile off your face Niggas always gotta show they teeth Nah, I'ma be brief, be true to the gang Yeah, motherfucker, I see you got your fancy cars and shit But you know what? You still ain't here That's right, I caught you slipping You know I could've got you Yeah, but I didn't even trip A message to the Oreo cookies Find a mirror And take a look, G Do you like what you see? But you're quick to point the finger at me You wanna be the big fish, you little guppy Black man can't be no yuppie You put on your suit and tie and your big clothes You don't associate with the Negro You wanna be just like Jack But Jack is calling you a nigga behind your back So back off, genius I don't need you to correct my broken niggas You know that's right, you ain't white So stop holding your ass tight Cause you can't pass So why you keep trying to pass With your black ass? miss the but in reality you're shorter than a mid you only got yourself to blame get a grip oreo and be true to the game
4: yeah. cockadoodoo this is darren gray sarx for morning show download tbr www. The Booth Radio app and send it to your friends to dope. go do the same thing. We're trying to get to 1 million listeners. Also, go check out Aiel Bangad, 1H 1Power.com, First Fruits of Truth, Truth Unedited on YouTube. But then listen, y'all, when I be telling y'all about these people, keep in mind, they gonna if they say the wrong shit, they're going to edit the fuck out. They're going to make them get off. They're going to kick that show off. You don't get to see what they really want to say. So, Truth Unedited, like I said on YouTube. First fruits of truth, you know. Am I right? Like I said, eat the meat, spit the bones out. Scratch Master Williams on the one, two Bibles. Big Judah and Big Levi. Listen, go get baptized the correct way. Do what you got to do so you can get to the end. You understand what I said? Keep your law statutes and commandments. Trust me on this one. You got to do what the book say. I didn't write it down. It's in there. It's just in there. I can't change it. It's just in there. If that's how you roll, it's in there. Listen, I got G Sharp on here with me. Y'all done heard him run off at the Mizalf on his stories. He got a gang of them. He got a million. The dude has been all global, globalistic. And listen, now I want you to get a little bit of flavor. Because I want, listen, I want this dude. When I go to Facebook, this is what I do on Facebook. Some of y'all on there bullshit with, you know, food, pictures of your titties and your ass and fake ass beards and your cars and money and all this bullshit like this here. Some people on there putting up love quotes of the fucking day or some sort of Bible scripture up there like and then tomorrow we going to see you with your titties out at some bar somewhere sucking on some sort of vapor stick or some shit like this right here. Praise the Lord. But for the most part, some people on there telling you shit where you go, mm-hmm, that's interesting. And that's the kind of shit I be looking for Because that's the kind of shit I want to know about I want to know about other views Other than the views that they want you to use I'm talking about the ones they perpetually Feed to you on a daily basis And here's one that caught my eye Just so y'all can get a little flavor Of this guy called G Sharp I heard you um, sometime, I think it was this week, G Sharp And you were speaking on homeschooling Is that correct? Didn't I hear you speak on homeschooling? Yes, I did. I want you to explain that to the, to the listeners right here on the Darren Gray Circus Parade morning. So I want you to give them your thoughts. Why I'm doing all them old goofy ass voices? <laughs> Go and give it to them, play. Tell them what. Tell them what you said. <laughs> okay. Take your time, baby. Take um, your time. Here is my. Okay, I'll I'll make it
5: very clear. I consider myself a exceptionally curious individual and that curiosity has led me to learn, see, experience a number of things. Some stuff that's four lifetimes worth. So I'm very fortunate to have done a lot of things I've done. Um, I don't really consider myself very smart in the, in the standard you know, of what smart is. Because I have a very short attention span. If it's not interesting to me, I don't do it. So quite naturally, they would call me, you know, dumb. All right, but I'm exceptionally curious. And I am that in spite of public school. Not because of public school. In spite of public school. And I don't say that, like, all my public schooling was some straight bullshit, because it wasn't. But there are certain teachers and instructors and professors in college that outside of the normal curriculum took an interest in my interest. It, it, they took an interest in what I found to be important or interesting. I'll give you an example. My high school art instructor. She noticed after day one. OK, I can't give this guy the everyday nigga sitting in the corner assignment. I had to give him something that holds his attention for a whole semester. And then after that, I'll grade that one thing and that's what I'll grade him for for that semester. Because I was too advanced artistically for that. So everybody else had their little things that they do and you do this and do that. And I would come to class, but I would be working on my project for the semester. Be it a, you know, a pottery piece or a hand drawing or a big giant, uh, giant mural size uh, painting of Kiss that I was gonna take to a concert or something, right? So uh, that teacher, my English teacher who wouldn't let me slide, and all my early elementary teachers, because every year my mom would come to school on the first day of school. I was that dude whose mama showed up, right? She would come to school first day of school, she'd say, Ms. Johnson, Ms. Smith, Ms. Reynolds, whoever the teacher was. My name is Sister Cora Helen Sain. My husband, Reverend Casey Sane, is a full-time working parent as well, but we are together, we have a family unit, and if you have any trouble out of, out of Gregory, you make sure you let us know. If you need to whoop his ass, y'all whoop his ass, and then put a note on his shirt and send him home, and we gonna whoop his ass too. So, I had teachers that knew, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Sain, Reverend and Mrs. Sain. She Sane, my mama. Are, they are paying attention to their son. They're not just sending him here like sending him to prison. They're sending him here and not just as babysitters. They're sending him to get something out of this. So when he's fucking up, we're going to make sure we stay on his ass because we got parents who care, right? I was a very Greg, rare Greg, case Greg, Greg. down south mm-hmm. in Memphis. So, you know, so, so, but overall, the institution of public school was put in place by the by the carnegie family and the rockefellers to teach people how to push buttons and turn knobs right Mm -hmm, how to be employees mm -hmm. that's correct not how to be business owners absolutely so when when we first had kingston my son my only child he's four he just turned four uh before we had him i told my wife at the time i said listen there's two things I want to have happen in his life that didn't happen for me. One, I want him to be homeschooled. And two, I would never spank him. I'm never going to hit him. I'm never going to physically harm him. Right I on. don't physically slap you, so I ain't physically slapping him. I don't physically grab you, I ain't physically grabbing him. Right? I'll get both of y'all's attention if I need it, but I'm not using physical violence to do any of that, All right? And also, the only time I might hit him, like punch him in the throat, is if he come to me around 15 and say, Daddy, I just got a job. I'm going to punch him in his fucking throat. Because <laughs> I'm like, what do you get a job for? You ain't never seen Daddy on a job. Right on. Why do you get a job? I gave you three businesses. What you need a job for? Right. right? So that's the only... So homeschooling to me is not from the perspective of... You know some crazy motherfucker in his house teaching his kid about fucking q and i no stupid shit. Mm-hmm. i i'm talking about his daycare provider has already put him in um uh preschool at his daycare house there's only five kids there right right so i want him to grow up learning everything he needs to learn because she asked me she said no i saw on facebook you're talking about the moorish empire and moorish I said, hey, I got you. Let me know when you're ready to start teaching some history. Right, exactly. Because right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I want you to homeschool my son. I want, she said, well, I've been thinking about it because my husband and I have been talking about that for our son, Abi. Now, Abi, his mom is European and his dad is Hindu, in other words, Indian, what they call Indian. Yep. He's Hindu tinka, and his wife now. and his Ooh. wife is European. So they got a beautiful son named Avi, A-B-H-I. And he and Kingston have been thick as thieves since Kingston was four months old, now he's four years old. Right? So I want them to grow up together. I don't want him to be in a situation where he got to compete with other niggas for tennis shoes. I don't want to be in a situation <laughs> gotta where shoot somebody he's put
4: some tennis where, shoes.
5: Right. I don't want him to be in a situation where he let the crowd talk him into stuffing some nigga in a locker. No, right, right. That's some that's ignorant dumb. shit yeah just stupid shit that don't promote nothing so that way you can get in it i'm gonna teach him after you get old enough to understand what i'm saying bruh. if you do this right you can be in and out of high school by the time you're 14 15 years old
4: absolutely and
5: then you can spend it then you can spend the next five years hanging chilling doing whatever you want to do because daddy already got you a business or businesses that are creating income for you every day without you doing shit. and you so step into I'm them saying, step into into them exactly see this is why we we
4: we ain't got that much more time left see this is what i'm talking about y'all here's the kind of shit y'all need to um expound your eardrums on that's why g sharp is gonna be coming to the booth baby I don't. I just can't not. We can't not not have you up in here. That's just how it is. We can't do it. You see what I'm saying? We need you to be here, baby. We need you to drop these knowledgeable um edibles on the public. They call it seeds, baby. All you can do is plant them. They it's up to them to eat them and water them and shit. Well, this is what we need, man. Because you know, if you if you walk through the earth and a motherfucker, somebody told you that shit. Somebody told your parents that when they when they went down there to that school you got to bring them down here you're gonna get in trouble if you don't bring down here and enroll them in this bullshit so now we we have there's fucking options can't nobody tell you what the fuck you gonna do especially when you see them shut this motherfucker down like fuck everybody fuck all y'all everybody it's every ass for himself so you better get your own babies knowledgeable in order for your generational 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 generations generation to come can just keep eating off of thoughts you fucking had and then here they go they have nourished and that's g sharpicle right there g sharp look this nigga up go find out about him but you ain't gonna have to because he gonna come on here and tell him y'all all about him Hey um, I think I got I got time for another song Don't I big dog DJ Simonville, We got time to To cut the rug One more game I want some pep in this motherfucker I want you to kick this motherfucker Off like um, Hopscotch D, uh G sharp You still gonna kick it with us Used to be a We gonna come back and say bye right Yes, sir. Right on Don't kick it off Say something to him I'm gonna step to the side This G sharp right there
5: all I want to say is this, guys, if, if I come on here and do this, it's, it's very doable. If I come on here and do this regularly, I'm not doing this for clicks, likes, and and, and, uh, and views. I'm saying what I'm saying because I'm saying what I'm saying. You can take it or leave it. Something to not do with to me. But I'm not going to say some shit. I'm not going to run down nobody that look like me just so I can get some clicks, likes, and views. So uh, everything I'm going to be saying is just straight from the dome and what I believe to be true. Whether it's true or not, it's what I believe to be true. So that's how I roll for me
4: cock do doodle doo I don't know. Come on. Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Go ahead now, Chelsea. Uh-huh. Go ahead now. Uh-huh. This is for Jersey right here. I don't care Yeah.
4: We gots to go. We got to get up out of here. That was right on point. Delicious. G Sharp, we got to go, baby. Say your last goodbyes and tell them you'll see them very soon.
5: I'll see you guys very soon. <laughs> <laughs>
4: See that's why you gotta love G Sharp. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Boyden Show. We got to go. Listen, praise the higher. Y'all do what you gotta do. We are gonna be right. At, we'll be right back here, same place, same time, same bad station. Um, listen, it don't get no better than this. You think I talk? You think I'm off? You think something's wrong with me? <gasps> Check out the G Sharp coming to you very soon. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Boyden Show. This is the Booth Baby TBR WW. Com. Praise the higher. we'll see you right back here Same place, same bad time, same bad station Say bye DJ Seinfeld cock a doo This is Darren Gray Circus Brave Morning Show Praise the High